This episode is brought to you by my friends at Compliment and their incredible Compliment Essential Multi-Nutrient with the eight critical hard to get nutrients on a plant-based diet all in one place. There's no question that the plant-based diet is a nutrient powerhouse. If you're a regular listener to the show, you know, I preach that all of the time, but no matter how great it is for your long-term health, no diet is perfect. Even a well-planned diet can lack a few important nutrients for your health. That's where Complement Essential comes in. It provides those essential nutrients like vitamin B12 and DHA and EPA omega-3s in science-backed bioavailable amounts, all in a simple capsule you take daily. It even comes in 100% biodegradable packaging that will literally break down in your backyard if you were to bury it. To learn more about Compliment's products and why I choose Essential to complement my diet, go to lovecompliment.com forward slash Ashley and use the code Ashley10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. Welcome to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kitchens. I'm a plant-based registered dietitian and virtual nutrition mentor. I was raised on an Angus cattle farm, grew up with a lot of GI issues, and used the power of plant-based eating to promote healing. Here, you'll find inspiration, ideas, and encouragement for your own plant-based journey. I'm so thrilled you're here today. Let's get started. Welcome to the show, plant-centered listener. My name is Ashley, and today I'm with Kaylee. We are together in person. It's always such a treat when we get to be together in person. She loves me. I know it's true. So, Katie, today is July third. Anything that you're doing for Fourth of July? Well, I have dogs, so uh, we turn white noise machines on and we hide under the covers and just hope it goes by quick. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. Yep. Yep. Did I tell you the story? So sorry, mom, if you're listening to this. So Nick and I were in Florida. I don't know if it was last year or the year before for 4th of July. And we gave our dog some calming treats just in mm-hmm. preparation for all the fireworks. And we probably gave her one too many because she was so relaxed. Uh-oh. We were sitting on the couch and Nick was like, what is, what is wet on my leg? And he moved and she was laying there sleeping and she just <laughs> wet herself. She was so relaxed. So we're like, okay, well, we're not doing that dosage again. <laughs> I usually, I used to like it before I had dogs and then now we're just hiding out. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> but I like the food. Yes. Yeah. The food. Okay. Speaking of food. And I'm curious, you listening, if you have ever heard of this dish, because I've described it before. People are like, what the heck are you talking about? So for 4th of July growing up, we used to make this, I don't even know what to describe it, some sort of jello salad where it was like, <laughs> if I remember correctly, pretzels on the bottom, okay, some sort of like cool whip whipped cream thing in the middle, okay, and then like a red strawberry jello thing on top. Have you heard of that? Pretzels, cool whip, and strawberry. <laughs> I guess it's, a, it's kind of red and white. Yeah, you got that part. You got that part down. <laughs> is it like in a mold? Yeah, I mean, it's in like a nine by thirteen, yeah. eight by eight, or something. So I don't know. That sounds like a weird kitchen tradition, if you ask me. <laughs> it probably is. I don't know if it's a Midwest thing. I don't know where yeah. it came from, but I haven't had it in probably over a decade, but every time I think of 4th of July, I think of yeah. that dish. <laughs> Are you going to make it for NB? 
<laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't know if vegan jello exists. I'm sure it does. I just never yeah. bought it before, but I'm sure it exists out there somewhere. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, either way, I hope you listening had a great fourth or have a great fourth, whichever time frame you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. So, well, do you want to talk about the course and the scholarships? Yes. Yes. Well, we're just, we're coming off our, on our big launch. We we just appreciate everybody who has purchased the course and all the good feedback we're getting. Uh, It was, it was a great one. Yeah, it really was. Y'all are amazing. And and the course will continue to be available. So that will always be in the show notes. And if you have any questions about it, we're happy to answer those questions. And so what we did at the beginning of this month or at the beginning of June, we offered a scholarship to someone who really needed or wanted to take plant-based in 30 days. Maybe it wasn't quite in their budget. And y'all, you made this decision very hard on us. So hard. (laughs) (sighs) So we've read through all of the submissions and we've actually decided to pick two people. We were just going to do one, but Katie and I talked, we're like, this is is too hard. (laughs) So we're going to pick two. I want to actually share what they wrote with you. And then we're going to contact these individuals privately and let them know that they won. But obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, then you know your story. So you'll know that you won too. (laughs) So Katie, you want to go ahead and read one of them? Sure. Um, I think these just speak to, we hope the listeners out there make you feel less alone and that people are going through, you know, similar things than what you're going through. So please use use this community and, you know, if this course can, can help you take that first step, we hope you decide to take that, but we're just thrilled to gift these two really deserving ladies because, um, their stories really, really touched me. So, uh, especially this, the one that I'm going to read, uh, you know, I, I feel a personal connection with Mm -hmm. her, her story and her struggles. So I've been on a public Instagram health weight loss journey for what feels like 10 years. I started at 290 pounds and did Weight Watchers. I got to 199 and felt like I did it and then ended up at 260. No matter what I did, I couldn't lose the weight. My body was against it. After a few years at 250, 260 pounds, I had weight loss surgery. I had to have a second emergency surgery from that first surgery. Uh, She had blood clots, tremors, had to walk with a cane. She was a paid in cash patient, financed the surgery for $10,000 and ended up having $100,000 worth of complications. Um, So I'm just like crying just reading this. Um, uh, She got down to 184 after fighting through those complications and lost weight for about six months, maintained for a few years. She says she's three and a half years out now and is back up to 199. Um, She kind of freaked out. She went on RM3s, a 500 500 calorie doctor prescribed plan with meds and quit after two weeks because she was so sick. Can you imagine? No, absolutely not. After failing again, she gave up all types of flour, sugar, and she says the love of her life died, Dr. Pepper. Uh, She's at 193 and working her way back down. She's eating clean, no fake flours, no fake sugars, drinking water, and trying not to snack. 
Uh, she says she's tried and crashed on it all. You name it, she's done it. Weight Watchers, Atkins, Keto, Low Carb, High Carb, Counting Calories, uh, Red Mountain Weight Loss, other very expensive programs, and weight loss surgery. So getting back on track, she would love this scholarship. She's given up on the goal of losing weight and now just wants to focus on wellness. Uh, She says she could have bought a house or two with all the money that she has spent on weight loss. And so I am so thrilled to reach out to her and let her know that hopefully this will be, you know, a step where she can get off that weight loss hamster wheel and really focus on making choices that are good for her body. Not these, you know, promises of these crazy diets, 500 calories, like just craziness and hopefully fall in love with herself again. And, and hopefully plant-based will, will get her started. So we're so happy that you reached out to us and I cannot wait to tell you that you are one of the winners. Agreed. <laughs> Cause uh, she deserves it. It yeah. sounds like she's been through it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times we've read, read these stories and they are just, no. they really are impactful. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I will read the second one. All right. So this one says the reason I passionately want and need to do this course is that I have lost my mom to cancer. She was diagnosed at the end of September and passed away early January this year. Unfortunately, my aunt passed two years ago and my granny eight years prior, and our family comes from a huge meat traditional family. And I know from the bottom of my heart that these deaths were 100% related to diet. All three ladies were taken from our family years before they should have. And I know I can relate to that. And I'm sure you listening can relate to someone, you know, or maybe someone of someone that, you know, who was taken way too early. I needed I need to be the change in my family. And the only way to help others and myself is to lead by example with integrity, kindness, and humility. Unfortunately, the exchange rate with where she lives to the U.S. is just too expensive for me with everything going on in our country, daily powder, power outages, and so much more. This is also causing a lot of food poisoning and soiling as the power is off from two to four hours a day, sometimes two to three sessions daily. Plant-based eating feels right to me in that it is kinder to our earth, to our animals, and it genuinely makes you a better human being. I want to do my part for all these reasons, including for my family and friends to show them what is possible and because I feel it's the right thing to do. I hope this makes sense to you and that my answer justifies being honored enough to receive this scholarship. Things need to change. (laughs) I got chills. Okay. <laughs> We're so excited to also contact you and let you know that you have won the scholarship. And we believe wholeheartedly without a doubt that you can be the change in your family. Cause sometimes that's really just what it takes is one person to make a change. And that just affects in generations, entire generations. I mean, that's powerful. That is powerful stuff. How many of you are out there are just you know, struggling with this kind of legacy that you think you're being left with, with type two diabetes or heart disease. And you kind of are just like, you know, this is my destiny. So I love that. She's like, I need to be the change. I mean, that is a strong 
person right there. Yep. I mean, yep. kudos to her. I just, that just sent chills down my spine when I read that. Yeah, I yeah. agree. We're so excited for both of you. And these, the, this decision was not easy to choose two people. We, we, we wish we could have chosen everybody. So yes. thank you so much for just being vulnerable and sharing your stories with us. We really appreciate you. We appreciate this community so much. Y'all are so encouraging to one another. And yeah, we just can't thank you enough. Yes. You could see why we couldn't choose, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So we picked our scholarship people. We're going to reach out to them. Uh, let's talk about today's guest. So speaking of going plant-based, the guest that we are interviewing today or that I'm interviewing today she is a brand new plant-based vegan and she is so enthusiastic about it. I love, I don't know about you, I, I know, love talking I love to newbies. <laughs> There's just something so exciting about it. And so I can't remember, I think we talked about this in our interview, but how I came to know Gina is I've actually worked out with her before when I've gone back to Indiana. She goes to a CrossFit gym there in my hometown and we connected. She was not plant-based at the time. This was just this past year, this past holiday season in at the end of 2020 or 2022. And like Five, five months later or so, my mom reaches out to me and she's like, you'll never guess there's someone else who's plant-based at this CrossFit gym. And I was like, you need to send her my, informa- her my information right away. Let's get her on the podcast. So today I'm interviewing Gina Jones. She is a self-published author and narrator, and she recently became vegan just two and a half months ago. Her decision came after watching a documentary on Netflix. And in that short amount of time, she feels fantastic in just two and a half months. She's like, why didn't I know this sooner? I know. (laughs) So now she's like, I love to cook and I'm enjoying a whole new menu. You know what? I think you and I were just talking about this, that uh, oftentimes, maybe I was talking with someone else about it. When people see other people go like plant-based or vegan. They think it's restrictive or that you're not eating as much. But one thing that Gina was talking about, she's like, I'm eating way more than I ever thought that I was. Yes. Yeah. So we talk a little bit about that. We just talk about, you know, what it's like to be a new vegan. What, what are those conversations like with family and friends who are like, wait a second, you, you did what? So, oh, it's just, it's just like the, the scholarship recipient, like yeah. they just decide that they need to make the change and then they can't stop talking yep. about it. Yep. <laughs> so I, so how my mom found out she was vegan was, um, she was talking to someone in class about, I think it was chicken nuggets or something mm-hmm. and how they're, you know, she was obviously not building them up by any means. And my mom was like overhearing this. She's like, wait, are you plant-based, you know? And so that's how it all started. So I'm really excited for you to hear Gina's story, especially because she is so new to plant-based eating. I think you'll just you'll benefit from hearing her story and the struggles and everything that's going on with transitioning in a short period of time. Oh, can't wait to hear it. All right, let's get into the interview. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th. So I met you, it was at the end of 2022 at a CrossFit gym where my hometown is located in Warsaw, yes. Indiana. And that's, so that's where I met Gina and shout out to CrossFit Haymaker because they are amazing. Yes. Um, yeah. But so that's where Gina and I met and you were not plant-based or vegan then, were you? I was not. No. Yeah. So first of all, like what made you join CrossFit? So I was really skeptical at first because kind of like, well, maybe that's really not the look I'm kind of going for. But after I joined it, I absolutely loved it. And 
my husband now, we kind of do it together on our own when we go to Florida. So yeah. Okay. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And how often do you go down to Florida? I've definitely seen pictures of like your boat and everything and all those fun things. So, um, we, we've been going for five years and uh, we're snowbirds. We bought a condo this time because we should just rent. And so we're actually getting ready to go down in two weeks to move things down there and then close it all up until January. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nice. Oh, good. So, okay. So you were not, this was like, you know, not too long ago, six, right. eight months ago that I met you originally. So what has changed since then? Like what kind of started this journey for you? Well, what started it was, first of all, um, going through Netflix and I kept seeing this thing and it kept, the picture of it was like gross. It was like children eating cigarettes. I'm like, what is this about? It was called what the health. And, um, I told my husband, I said, you know, I want to watch this. So I watched it. And it was a real game changer for me. I mean, it was like, I had no idea that, I mean, I was never a chicken nuggets eater. I never cared for them, but I know the grandkids eat them. And then I found out they have more carcinogens than cigarettes. And mm. so now every time I see a little kid eating them, I'm like, please don't do that. <laughs> yes. and, um, I was always more, always thought that I was eating healthy by eating chicken and fish, but nothing ever changed. I never would lose the weight I wanted to. I, I thought I was eating healthy and my cholesterol just kept going up. And I want to be a person who's all natural. I don't like to take anything. So from to be on a statin was, you know, almost like, you know, I was embarrassed of that. And it's like, how can I sit there and talk about being healthy when I'm like, Oh, I have high cholesterol and, but I eat healthy. And this is as I think when I started my forties and then, you know, now I'm fifties and it just, you know, everything changes and I had to make the change with it. And, um, and so that watching that program, what the health on Netflix is what totally changed me February 22nd. And that's how long I've been on it. Wow. I love that you remember the date too. And I know a lot of <laughs> vegans or plant-based people do because <laughs> like, this was like the aha moment of my eyes were just open to yes. a totally different style of eating. So you were already on statins then for high cholesterol. Yes. Okay. How was that going like with your doctor, like conversations? Um, it's like every year I have blood work done and every year I'm always trying to do better. And every year I'm thinking I'm going to hear different results and every year I don't. And so the doctor would just always say, well, you know, it's hereditary. You know, your mom gave you a lot of good qualities and this wasn't one of them. Um, but then I read a book called, I wanted to do vegan and I wanted to do, um, intermittent fasting with it. And this whole thing I read said that cholesterol is not hereditary, but lifestyles are, you know, you grew up the way your mother cooked. This is how you eat now. This is what you do. And, but what I did was my husband, and I tried to eat as healthy as we could. And we were on a low statin, like uh, 10 milligrams. So what we did was we took it every other day, not telling our doctor. So when we went to do our blood work, we thought, okay, let's see what it is. And they said, well, your, your cholesterol is really down. It looks good. So that was the thing now where we went off of it, not telling our doctor, and we'll see what we're doing because now ah. we're all plant-based. So we'll see wow. what happens so next year. Wow. So you started making that change on your own yes. without yeah. telling your doctor after going plant-based <laughs> and you get your labs done and, and they're actually it's actually going down even though yeah. you reduced your medication. Yeah. So now <sighs> I'm, I'm totally off now that I'm plant-based because there's like nothing, there's nothing that I'm eating that would have it. So. Right. Right. 
And because um, I get tired of hearing that, oh, there's nothing you can do about it. It's just all hereditary. I'm like, no, I like to be in control. I like to be in charge. If I'm in control of what I'm eating, I can be control of what's going on that's bad in my life. So yeah, yeah. We'll see you next year. So maybe next year you'll have me on and say, hey, I'm yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're gonna have to get an update for sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I know so many people can relate to that of going to their doctor and almost feel like they're beating their head against a wall of like, oh, it's hereditary. This is just what happens. This is part of getting older. Right. And you have to be right. on these medications or you get these chronic diseases. And it's really frustrating because you're like, wait, I want to be in control of my health. And right now I feel like feel out of control because I have to be on medications or I have to keep going to the doctor right. to get my blood work done. So, wow. So how have you been feeling since February? Um, Really awesome. I mean, it's kind of strange because when I read the book too, it talked about how get ready for your, um, you know, every your mind to open up, everything just to feel so much clearer. And yeah. I just noticed the other day that it really is. I'm just kind of, I just have this clear sense of things, you know, because looking back, um, when I worked, you know, I don't work anymore. That's a game changer too, because I was a very active person at work. I mean, I would hit 10,000 steps by 830 in the morning. And now it's kind of wow. like you're retired. And it's kind of like, oh, I didn't even hit 10,000, you know? So it's kind of like, so, and I realized when I worked, this is kind of how I wouldn't say it wasn't plant-based, but the times that I did eat, that's about all I did eat was, you know, like at 10 and at six. And for me, and that's, I always like to maintain, you know, a, a, a thinner look and, um, and it just was, it was just going up and up, up. So then I thought, well, join the CrossFit. And everybody says, well, you know, you look, you look bigger with CrossFit. I'm like, okay, yeah, I did get bigger, but the fat was staying on too. And I think because I tried to make the excuses that, oh, I can probably eat some more beef now. I need to really pump up the protein. And all I did was get higher cholesterol and a muffin top. Yeah. <laughs> on now. Within three months, muffin top's gone. Um, I've lost 15 pounds and, uh, and I'm feeling great. I mean, I'm feeling I have lots of energy and I feel just really good. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, com I mean, you're, you're off your medication, which is incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I'm sure it sounds like a huge win for you as well. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people listening have partners at home as well, or husbands or spouses or wives. How was that for you? Cause you, did you guys watch this video together? What the health? Yes, we, we did. And okay. um, it, it was really eye-opening. It was disgusting. Um, some of the things that we learned, it's not, it wasn't only about, you know, eating like, um, meats, you yeah. know, even the, the chickens like that. It was also like what they do to our food, you know, mm -hmm. to preserve it. And I, and I have a feeling even more what they're going to be doing to our food. And a lot of it is I'd like to use the excuse. I understand that we need to get real food faster, pump it up, get it out there. We got a lot of people to feed and um, but my husband and I are both uh, gardeners and we have a, a, a garden and we can a lot. And um, so he was, he was ready to go all into this. The only thing I worried about is my husband's a thin guy and he eats, he has to eat a lot. He eats healthy, but he has to eat a lot. And I was really worried about him going on this because he's the type of person who gets on the scale and gets upset because he keeps losing weight. And I'm like, oh, you know, shut up. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I think we all have someone like that in our lives. Yeah. So it was like, I was really kind of concerned because that, you know, because we like to do things together. And I was concerned that he'd be really arguing with me about this. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, you watch the show, read this book, because he has high blood pressure. He has kidney stones and he has gout. Now, the <sighs> book, when I read this, the vegan diet, 
Um, it talked about how you can get rid of your blood pressure. And it did talk about gout. Now, it didn't say anything about kidney stones, so we'll see how this goes. But as he started this, and as he started doing like the CrossFit with me in Florida, he actually had to reduce his blood pressure because it was getting too low. Wow. So we're thinking, you know, he's got to talk to his doctor that he probably really needs just to go off of it because his lifestyle is so clean. But, you know, there's other factors. They say, you know, hereditary, you're getting older, your arteries, you know, and he's um, 65. And so things do change. So it's sometimes you have to really see, find that balance. Is it my age? Is it my lifestyle? And try to combine what's going to work for you. Yep. So yeah. we've been doing this together since February 22nd. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's amazing too. Cause I know sometimes that can be hard where like one person's into it and the other person is not. Right. So that's really cool that both of you were ready to make the switch. Right. Yeah. So was it an overnight transformation? Did you do it gradually? It was pretty much overnight, but was, the thing that was funny was we were in Florida and the next day we actually had um, a cookout plan with Florida friends. And the thing was, everybody bring your own protein, you know, and we'll cook on the grill. So I already had chicken thawed out. And the whole time I said, oh, look at chicken thinking, I don't want to eat that chicken, but I don't want to go in there and be like, oh, I'd be a party pooper. So that was by the last time I ate chicken. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you yeah. know, and uh, I discussed it with a few friends. I mean, we'll probably get into that later about friends and how they perceive you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Which we can talk about that now. Cause I'm curious because you are so new to this, which I think is so incredibly amazing. At what kind of struggles have you faced with going plant-based? Um, when we do get invited out, um, I try to tell them like, you know, we try to go hundred percent of everything, but sometimes you have to do that 80, 20, 80% always do good. And it's going to be the 20% because you don't want to be that person who like, oh, don't invite them. You know, yeah. they're going to call preachy. It's like, we're not, we're not, you know, um, I'll tell people, oh, I love all that stuff too, you know, but it just doesn't work for me because yeah. I, you know, I basically give it meat, dairy and all processed foods. And a lot of people don't really understand what a processed food is. And I'll have to go like, well, you know, like spaghetti and macaroni and anything you might have box. And so it's like, yeah. But that was really, I never really, you know, I stayed away from processed foods you know, a lot. And, um, like I said, but never, but as I aged, you know, things do slow down, you know, that's going to happen and nothing worked anymore for me. So mm. I almost felt like, you know, I'm not getting anywhere. So yeah. this, this is working for me. Yeah. It almost feels like, okay, is this going to be the rest of my life where I just, nothing's really moving and I'm going to feel like this forever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's true. I mean, to some extent, I know a lot of people face that decision of ch- like really working hard to change their lifestyle, this lifestyle that they've lived for a really long time, whether it's diet, exercise, or continuing down this path of just kind of doing the same old thing. And the medicine keeps going up. You right. got to right. keep going back to the doctor. And a lot of people are faced with that. And it's really cool that you chose this other path that is much more challenging than just keep doing what you're doing. Right. Right. And I think actually for me, it was probably the, the easiest thing I've ever had to do because like I said, I've always tried to maintain being healthy, but then I had to give up things that I thought were healthy. Mm. And some of the struggles that like we've talked about the struggles is I kind of really worried about, um, not so much missing the other food, but I love to cook and I love to create these entrees and I like to recreate things at these restaurants we go to. And I thought, man, I'm not going to be doing that no more. But what I found is a whole other 
type of food and recipes that I'm enjoying. You know, like I have my Pinterest and it's just, it's almost like going to a different restaurant all the time and try and I get to try new things. And like last year I was really big in canning meat and canning soups. So now I'm like, oh, well, there goes, you know, but then I realized <laughs> I have all these new soups I've been making. Like, well, I'm going to can these all up. And, yeah. uh, and it, it was actually, I'm enjoying because I've learned about new, um, vegetables that I didn't know, well, how do you eat that? Or how do you make it? You know, like kohlrabi is kind of like, now I'm addicted to it. Now I'm growing it. And it's like, so actually I thought I was losing a bunch of stuff I thought I loved, but I'm actually gaining so much more that I didn't know that I liked, if that makes sense. Yeah, it absolutely (laughs) does. And I know a lot of people listening can probably, probably relate to that because your eyes are even open at the grocery store. Like, wow, I never even shopped in this section or didn't even look at these foods, paid them no mind. Like, Like, pull up a picture of it. Like, what does it look like? You know, yes. um, and I was a person who, um, the problem was I like everything. So I really wasn't too concerned about not being picky because I like everything. And so even the bad things, you know, but I tried to stay away from those, but you know, I like it all, but I have to make better choices. Yeah. Yep. So have you gotten any pushback from other people? Um, cause we, we often say that, you know, going plant-based is, not too challenging. It's more the peop- other people that make it really challenging. So how has that been for you with like friends and family and different things? And, and I try to tell my people, my decision was not political. It's, it's what's doing inside your body. And what I was noticed one day, now that I'm cleaning up my kitchen after I get done cooking is I notice how much cleaner my stove is. Like I always have my teapot and I always have to clean up my teapot because it always has all these grease spots on it because I was always you know, cooking chicken or something like that. And I realized if that's staying clean, then the inside of my body must look a lot better too. Wow. So I put that together and um, that's kind of how I look at that. Yeah. But yeah, I have friends who will say like, well, I just feel like you, you have to have eggs in your life and you have to have this. And like, well, just try and go in a few months without it and see if you see any changes. I mean, any if it's a good change, then maybe you don't. But yeah, yeah those are kind of pushbacks I did have. Yeah. And I mean, you're living proof that you don't really have to have them to survive yeah. or to thrive for that matter. So, yeah. How has it been with your workouts? I'm curious, like how your recovery has been or if you've noticed any differences in your energy levels, strength, anything like that? In the beginning, I probably felt like I was, I had this like, well, I was thinking like a lethargic feeling, mm. but it wasn't during my workouts. It was what I came to notice was I was just very relaxed and at peace and calm. And it wasn't really that I had no energy. It was that because when I worked out, I actually had lots of energy and probably, uh, probably more. So it has not affected any of that. Yeah, that's great. Cause I, I often, that's a huge misconception that, oh, well, I'm not going to get enough protein to continue to be able to, you know, work out at the level that I was, but that's simply not the case, especially if you plan, if you are eating a well-planned plant-based diet. True. Yeah. yeah. So anything just from the last few months, you know, as you've embarked on this journey, very, very fresh, I guess, in a way, is there anything that you would want to tell other people who are also thinking about it, or maybe someone else who's struggling with going plant-based? Yeah. I mean, just go ahead and try it. Um, be open to new things. Um, and first of all, you have to be a person who I think loves to try new food, um, who loves to cook, um, who's, you know, I'm not a big going out eating all the time. I mean, if some people think that 
well, we eat a lot. We eat out more because it's cheaper. It's really not. You don't know what you're getting. And my biggest thing is if I didn't make it, I don't know what's in it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You definitely can't go into plant-based eating with a closed mindset. You have to be open to trying new things and experimenting and making mistakes because it's not going to be this perfect journey either. Yeah. How has it been? Because, you know, with being from the town that you're living in, how has it been eating out, even going grocery shopping and being able to buy plant-based products? Because it is a smaller town. You're not in this big city where there's a Whole Foods on every corner. So what has that been like? At first, when I um, I was trying to get all the ingredients from this book that I read, <laughs> it's actually overwhelming. My husband and I were in the produce aisle for over an hour and he was getting stressed out. <laughs> oh, I'm like, sure. Do we need? It's kind of like, well, okay, let's just, you're just stressing me out. So let's just go over the gut and we'll just get through this. Um, so then I decided to, you know, let's just pick a meal through the week and we'll just get from that. Because when you're, when you're buying produce, you have to use it by fresh. But then I found like, I love to eat a lot of Indian food and the spices is really what makes up. I, mean, I love cumin and turmeric and curry and all that stuff. So and I was really surprised that at Myers here, this small town I live in, they actually have a lot of that stuff. And, and then I was able to find um, plant-based yogurt, um, like Greek yogurt, which I like to use if I have something that maybe I feel like a sour cream or something like that. Because to me, that's what it tastes like. Um, I was actually able to find uh, a lot of my uh, basmati rice. I like to eat a lot of that. And... Um, just a little like Thai and Indian food. And like, we do have a lot of that culture here. So I think they really stepped up that game and we do mm-hmm. have an Indian restaurant in town. And yes. I think we have a vegan, a vegan uh, restaurant. Yeah. Oh, menu. Like menu? Yeah. oh nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's great. And I think you're right too. Like, especially in the beginning when you're transitioning over to plant-based, it can be challenging to like, again, find all these ingredients yes. and get them. But the more you do it, and I would imagine this was the case for you, the easier it gets or how do you feel like it's gotten easier? It has gotten a lot easier. You know, at first I was kind of, man, this is going to be a lot of work. Yeah. Maybe the first week it is a lot of work, but what I have found is all these ingredients, besides the fresh produce, um, once you start getting all the spices, once you start getting all your, you know, your, your rice, um, I do, we do a lot of black beans and chickpeas. Um, I said, oh, let's just buy them by the case. It's so much easier. You go to Aldi's, 73 cents a can, and I'm walking out and they had bus money rice. And it's kind of like, just stock up on that. And all you have to do is just then just go buy your fresh produce, you know, and we do all the milk. Well, I buy the, the kind of shelf. So I have a bunch of that stored up. Oh, so nice. just getting prepared at first is probably your first week of work. And then after that, um, it's simple. It's probably, like I said, it's the easiest thing I ever had to do. Wow. Wow. And I would, I would imagine part of that is just because you, you're feeling so good or is there anything else that's made that easier on yourself? Yes, very much. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm really glad I made the switch. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy for you. And I think you. part of the reason to like with you transitioning February 22nd, um, <laughs> you know, transitioning over your kitchen too is obviously a really important part. And it sounds oh, like yeah. it's taken you some time, but you've, you've done that and you're feeling really good about it. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Good. Um, anything that you're doing now that you want to, you know, share with anybody or anything that you're looking forward to coming up or uh, anything exciting going on? I'm looking forward to um, next year. I mean, we're going to Florida in a couple of weeks, but it's a new area. But next year, when we get back down, get with all our old friends, um, I'm really curious to see if they noticed the big change, you know, mm-hmm. because I went down before 
heavier. And, you know, I was never really a type that was heavy, but I had areas I didn't like. And those are all been, yeah, corrected. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm really curious to see if people notice because I'm not the type of person who starts talking about it unless they, so what's going on? You look so good. How do you do? You know, it's like, oh, well, you, this is what I've been doing. And yeah. Have you connected with anybody else in Warsaw who is plant-based? Just your mother. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> By accident, you know, we came in there CrossFit and, um, we were talking about something. I just made a comment about like, well, I, you know, I kind of went vegan. I've lost some weight. And she's like, I'm vegan too. It's like, oh, yeah. That is, that's incredible. Yeah. So that's how Gina and I were basically introduced was my mom when she's also in Warsaw because they're both snowbirds. Mm-hmm. When they were at the gym together, Gina had yes. mentioned something. And my mom, of course, like immediately calls me on the way home. She's like, I met another plant-based person. She's like, do you remember Gina? And I was like, yes, I remember Gina because Gina is strong. So she's amazing. Um, so I was like, I have to have her on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything that I didn't ask that you want to make sure that we covered? And I know that you're also an author, so I wanted to talk about that just for a, a minute yeah. too. Yes. Um, I've been writing probably about six years. It was just kind of like a fluke thing. I got into audiobooks, listened to them at work, and then I started thinking about, you know, stories that I've always had in my head. And so I just took that plunge and um wrote a series. And uh it, you know, at that time it was you know, fun for me. Um, I still enjoy it. I'm kind of taking a little break a little bit this year. I am in an anthology with another group. I'll do my work for that book. Um, then it became like a narrator. So I do narrate books for other authors. My booth is in here too. So what? that was, um, it started because I always wanted to, you know, first of all, I thought it'd be cool to write a book. And then I thought it'd be cool to have my book in audio. So I hired narrators. Well, you know, that was really expensive, but I still like other narrators. And then I decided to like, well, why don't I try it? So I did, and then I did my own, and then I started recording for others. And, um, you know, and, and the times have changed. I, I mean, I'm saying five years ago when I started this, you know, the world's a different place now. Um, that audience is, you know, and, and the people in it are different. And sure. it's, yeah, and, and, and I'm older than some of those people, and I'm not a, you know, be in your face on TikTok, this and that, and spend more time trying to be a social media person. I just yeah. want to do my thing and go. And um, so I'm kind of take a little break from that, but I do have some books out there and uh, my website, Gina A. Jones. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but yeah, that was more the romance. I have a few that's more in the mysteries. And I, I think next year I'm coming back to kind of rebranding and more of like the thrillers. I that's that's more than I'd like to read. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause more than anything, that's most important is that you're doing something that you feel like is right and aligned with you and your goals. Right. Yeah, exactly. Wonderful. Well, Gina, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. And I just really appreciate you. I am definitely going to need an update next year when you get your labs okay. rechecked and even your husband, like kind of you oh, know, yeah. w- with what's going on with his blood pressure and everything and his kidney stones, just to see if that has any impact. Has he noticed oh. much of a difference with his gout yet? Um, he, I think he has, um, because it, what, when we are in Florida the year before, he's eaten a lot of shrimp, so shellfish. So he kind of backed that off. Um, but he has to take like potassium citrate and stuff like that for his kidney stones, which then offsets can cause the gout. So it's kind of like a, a fighting battle. So, yeah. but I've noticed a lot in his, um, how he feels. He does feel 
more energy and he does feel healthier and uh mentally i think he's, he's feeling a lot better yeah yeah good good we're definitely going to be due for like a 10 even if it's just like a 10 minute chat just so that we can update everybody yeah. on how things are going so okay <laughs> all right well wonderful well thank you so much and like i said um I appreciate you sharing about your authorship and all of that. We'll include those links below in the show notes. So if you're curious to check out Gina and her books and different things, uh, you can easily click below to find those. Thank you so much for listening today. We really appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. And Gina, thank you so much again. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast today. If you found this episode inspiring, please share it with a friend or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you. Until next time, keep thriving.